I'm Tucker, and this is Scene Play. On this episode, we're going to play a game of Downfall, which is by Caroline Hobbs, and the actors will introduce themselves, and we'll recap all the stuff that we did in the world-building episode, which is bonus, and you don't need to listen to it. So let's just get started. I'll see you on the other side. Okay, can you hear me? Yes. Yes. Let me turn this up a little bit. That's better. All right, so we're back to do the second half of this. Uh, do you guys want to introduce yourselves again? Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm Molly. I'm, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> and I am Ethan, and I am also here. <laughs> I'm Tucker, and that third thing as well. So we're going to jump right into scenes now. And the first thing we're going to do is go through a round of corrupting uh, our various traditions using our flaw of genius. I'm going to drop in our summary of what happened during the world building episode here. Mercury is an island and it is divided into two sections, one of which is this... um, Sunken city. Yes, a sunken mm-hmm. city in the middle of the island. And so at the outskirts of the island is the highest elevation, and then in the middle is the lowest um, point where there's this industrial city of steel and uh, bustling commerce. Um, the steel city uh, gives way to a more sparsely populated um, exterior eventually as you rise up on the island. And did we decide that it was black and white watercolor it's water muted but there's ink it's muted but there is ink on the outside of the island yeah um and then i'll do i'll do the traditions on this side molly you want to do those after i do this so the traditions i have on my side are love um so in addition to the normal marriage practices or not normal marriage, the uh, Western marriage practices that we have in the normal world, you are also expected to marry a ideal or an idea. And so in the token of your two marriages, there are two um, bracers or, or wristbands and they're metal. They're both steel. And one is white with the name of your ideal written and the other is black white with the ideal written in black ink and the other is entirely black with the name of the person you are connected with in white Uh, in terms of food there is the there's a constant fad on this island of searching for the perfect type of food and that continues and basically will go on for maybe two months maybe three months maybe several years and then a new type of dish will be found and the whole island will basically convert to eating almost entirely that uh, the last thing on my side is death, which is when somebody dies, there is a list of accomplishments that is written on a paper that is placed outside their door. And there are two extremes of this. The first is an entirely blank sheet of paper, which will occur if somebody dies before they are born. And the other one is if somebody is a genius, this paper will be dipped in ink and entirely black. Some other traditions on the island of Mercury. Uh, In regards to religion, there are no gods, only men. The island has sort of older statues from a previous era era when there was religion. But since uh, this new philosophy of following genius tit took over, now 
statues of religious figures have an additional statue that the people have erected that shows some person that is or was a genius sculpting out the statue of the religious figure, carving the religious figure, sort of upholding this idea that religious figures were actually made in the image of humans. Uh, A tradition related to economics. At a coming of age ceremony, people are given a tattoo of a number on their forehead that can change and it represents their value to society. And the letter G represents if somebody's a genius and their value is unquantifiable. The final tradition that we've set forth is the tradition relating to relationships that marriages and the bearing of children is uh, permission is required by the state. And that's determined by what your number on your forehead is. Uh, Now the threshold for, being able to have children or get married is actually always increasing in sort of this effort to make only more and more valuable people born. Cool. And let's go over characters quick. So you want to tell us about the fallen? Sure. The fallen is named Ignis and Ignis is married to the hero whose name is Pandora. Nope. Nope. (laughs) Whose name is Echo. Um, Uh, Ignis's job is he is one of the state-sanctioned agents who sets fire to the restaurants and uh, eateries that no longer are in vogue so that uh, people don't think that they've found the perfect dish anymore. They've moved on to another dish and the state commissions the destruction of those restaurants that are not not making that new dish. The pillar... Uh, just as a reminder, the character that is sort of in relation or in relationship to the hero and supports the hero, but also complicates things for the hero because the pillar believes in the flaw of the society. Uh, Our pillar is named Pandora and is sort of an illicit lover of our hero. Pandora is a sculptor and artist who uh, is a genius and has been commissioned by the government because of our artistic genius to build some of the sculptures around old religious figures, among other things. And the hero, who is actively working against the flaw despite uh, their inevitable failure, is named Echo. She is the only tattoo artist in the city. She is the person who puts the numbers on people's foreheads after they after they are tested and uh, the number changes. And she uh, recently had a miscarriage and has fallen out of favor with the death tradition and is starting to question a lot of the central values of this city of Mercury. All right. That's a space. Okay, uh, that's going to drop in there, and now we're going to start. So, uh, Molly is playing the pillar, and Molly. Pandora. Pandora. Uh, what flaw do you think is going to be corrupted to start these Ooh. shenanigans? Didn't we talk about this at the end of. We might have, but I forgot, and it's better to have it fresh. So, okay. you can choose something else to corrupt cool. if there's nothing that's written down. 
someone figured out how to alter the forehead tattoos mm. oh. without uh, the... Um, so somebody figured out how to alter the forehead tattoos so that they could say whatever you want them to. At the moment, you can only alter your own, but maybe more is in store. <laughs> <laughs> so how how is that the how is that the flaw corrupt? How is the flaw playing into this corruption? The flaw is playing into this corruption because people treat each other according to what's on your forehead, right? And so if you have a G when you're not a genius, there's sort of this false worship going on from other people. Sort of like who d- who decides who's a genius. Hmm. All right. Sounds good. And now I'm going to frame a scene uh, about the hero. And the hero, again, is Echo, who is the tattoo artist, so is probably very interested in this particular corruption of the flaw. And we're going to put the scene as... All right, so we're going to start in one of these eateries, the current... So the camera sort of basically zooms in. You get the top shot of Mercury to start. You see the various levels coming down into the silver and then the various more watercolory stuff on the outside. And then we zoom down into a band that is about midway between the silver and the watercolor. And we come in and we find Echo in an eatery. Um, Currently this eatery is serving this strange meat dish where the meat is wrapped around in a circle around a hard pearl shaped item that is silk there's a silvery luminescence that you're not supposed to eat but you're supposed to crack open inside and you find just a little a little more like drink water thing that you're supposed to drink sort of like coconut milk (laughs) and so right now echo is having a lot of trouble breaking one of those open and what echo looks like she's probably in her mid to late 20s um she has both she has both arms with those uh little chain bracelet things that i talked about before um one that represents her husband who is ignis and one that represents her ideal which we'll get to later you don't get a crew view of it right now and she is slight in a way that is not particularly she doesn't seem threatening in any way at all uh she's got brown hair that is not of any notable length or style or anything it's just normal brown hair and she's currently just sort of fighting with this pearl shaped object to try to get it open and ignis is also there and having a bit of fun at her expense so what does ignis look like That's a good question. Ignis is slightly taller than Echo. He is also older than her. He has kind of a severe face, like his uh, characteristics are very defined. And uh, his posture is poor. He's kind of uh, hunched over the counter, poking fun at her. Um, He wears the... Uh, long trench coat like uniform of the uh, state sanctioned agents and 
he is very deliberate about the way that he speaks uh, and isn't always... I don't know if I'm getting like two <laughs> mannerisms here. I like He's it. very deliberate about the way that he speaks. All right. And what does this place look like uh, in- inside? So the food was, was the meat with the pearl, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of looks like pulled pork surrounding uh, this. Yeah. Okay. I imagine this is sort of a, a dark cafe. I was thinking diner for some reason. I'm not sure why. Mm. <laughs> Interesting. But... We think that these restaurants that uh, cater to the the new taste are like nicer. Are they like? I'd imagine that there's a variety. Okay. Sort of more of a question of where would Echo and Ignis? Sure. Well, he just got off of work, and so it was probably somewhere they didn't need a reservation. Mm -hmm. He probably smells a little smoky. He does. Yes. (laughs) There's some ash still on his coat. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Maybe the maybe the place he burned down was before owned by the person who now owns this restaurant yes at an earlier date um mm. and i should does also, he know that does he know that no he's not very self-aware okay. <laughs> um, it also should be noted that you cannot see his bracers they're beneath his um trench coat. his uniform yes mm. all right cool and so what happens is echo is uh play the role finally breaks it open and one thing that is important, and I don't know how the audience gets this information, but it's an audio medium, so I can just tell the information <laughs> here, is that yesterday was the day of testing. Yesterday was the day where, yesterday was one of Echo's very hard days where she had to go through and uh, go back, go through and change all of the icons on people's heads. So she she had a very long, tiring day from that, obviously, and that's probably why they went out to eat for this. But she sees somebody who sits down uh, across, across, not at the same table, but at a table right behind them, and she's was joking with Ignis about something, and then notices that he, the man behind them, has a G on his forehead. And she remembers very specifically branding a very specific number onto this person's head. And that number was definitely not a G. And she's kind of shocked by this and doesn't really say anything about just continues joking with Ignis and and moving through the conversation. And we'll pan out of this scene quickly. So that's maybe a prologue. and we go to her later that day meeting with Pandora. Um, what does Pandora's house look like? Pandora's house. I imagine it's something like uh, Sawyer Library. <laughs> <laughs> For all you Please non-Williams describe Sawyer Library. It's, it's got a lot of windows. It's sort of a very open layout. Um Maybe in a little bit of a grungier part of the inner city, but uh, higher up, like a high rise. You know what I mean? So it's in the center of the city or the center of Mercury? Yeah, yeah. She lives in Mercury. And uh, Pandora's about 45. Uh, Uh. (laughs) 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 Um, She's got like long gray hair. She keeps in sort of a messy bun nest on her head. <laughs> and 
Uh, she, I feel like she's sort of, um, as a personality, maybe a little bit, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Callous? She was a bit a bit more idealistic when she was younger and has sort of uh, become a bit jaded. And she sort of tends towards sarcasm and... Um, yeah, she she kind of likes to poke fun at Echo for how excited Echo gets about ideas that she has and trying to implement those ideas. And of course, she has a big G on her forehead. This is true. And Echo walks up to to her and they've been talking for a while and there's a lull in the conversation. And Echo says, Pandora, I, I have something to tell you. Go for it. I I sold my secret. I you sold it was it. something I, I I had to do. Ignis was not bringing in money and being the ta- being the tattoo. Who did you sell it to? Uh, just some just some people. So they, they were talking about You're like an ink prostitute. They <laughs> <laughs> Was that what Pandora said? (laughs) (laughs) I told you she's callous. (laughs) I mean, I wasn't the one who did it. I just told them how they could. They they had all these big words they were talking about, about like ideals and the proletariat. Echo, slow down. What did you tell them? I I taught them how the tattoo process worked. I I told them how they could change their foreheads. I told them how they could change their numbers. Why would you do that? Uh, well, I I needed the money and oh come I mean, what on. they what they I know that you care about as, about as, about money about as much as you care about Ignis. They they had all these ideas. They talked about how. And didn't you, have to worry about how somebody would do on those tests. You know those tests aren't are rigged. You know those tests don't mean anything. And you think this is going to change anything? I think it's going to change a lot of things. I think that, well, people who want to have kids can have kids now. All it's going to mean is that the highest bidder gets the G's. Uh I didn't. Well, I. I didn't think about that. I mean, it doesn't. That doesn't really matter. I mean, we. I mean, now what? Uh, what are those people really going to do with this? That information? Do you really think that they're going to send it out freely? If they were planning to do that, we would have already heard it. How did? How do you know? Do you know that if they're already using it? Yeah, I saw. A man. His name is Magnus. I, I, I only met him a couple weeks ago. We were preparing for the day of changes, the day when we all got our numbers back, and and he was one of the people that bought it, bought it from you. No, he was. Uh, he's one of the test writers. He's very oh important but 
I saw him and yesterday and aren't the aren't the test writers bound by oath? I mean, isn't isn't I mean, yes, they have they have their sacred duty as much as I have a sacred duty, but what is what so is sacred? Saying- These rules are made to be broken. You don't think there are people who haven't paid to have their results changed a little bit so they can have kids while somebody else stinks in I mean, at the end of the day, Echo, you're the one that is reviewing that and administering those tattoos. Yeah. Do you really think that just just anybody should be able to have kids or have important jobs at the highest levels of our city? Do you think that any just anybody should be qualified for that? I I don't know anymore. I I haven't made those decisions. I just know that we can't keep the system the way it is. We can't worship this flawed and bullshit idea of somebody who is above of these people who just there there are no people who are smarter than than everybody else look echo i think it's sweet that you're thinking of this now and trying to make a difference have you told ignis (laughs) of course not you would you would hate this you would he would burn he would just go in like hide out in the edges of t- of town and find things to burn. He's not he's not very understanding. Like like you are. I mean to be honest, you know I love you, but <laughs> How do you think this will affect my work? Here I am depending on my G that I've earned to be commissioned for my jobs and the work the work's limited we've we've pretty much altered all our statues by now. <laughs> 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 you think, you'd think that for somebody like me somebody who really is a genius who really earned their way to this spot i could i could get whatever i i, I desire i could be doing important work now you're just gonna flood the the city with false geniuses and where am i gonna go well if you really earned that g then you'll be able to find work anyway get out of my I, apartment <laughs> i'm sorry I, I, didn't, I didn't mean to say it. it's just uh, oh, okay i'll go scene <laughs> <laughs> So do I frame a seam now? Uh, yes, I believe it's your turn. Oh, uh-huh. All right. <coughs> Ignis <laughs> speaks precisely. <laughs> Can I narrate what Echo is doing? Yeah. Like how she enters. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, okay. so you set what where where the hero is, who they're with, and what's going on. Okay. Echo enters her house. Late in the evening, the house is on the outskirts of the city in the middle of Mercury. The house isn't nice. It's an older home that was nice a long time ago, but no longer is due to disrepair. 
but there are nice things in the house. There are accommodations and awards from the government for Echo's work as the as the genius artist. And there are smaller accommodations, medals mostly, that belong to Ignis. And Echo's awards are dusty, whereas Ignis's are uh, polished and kept in good condition. Ignis is sitting on the couch watching the channel which reviews restaurants and it's a government sponsored channel but it's something that most people watch because it is interesting it's not like c-span um ignis has been drinking and echo tries to walk to the bedroom but he catches her uh and screams um he doesn't scream. <laughs> he he raises his voice and asks where she's been. It's later than she usually comes home. I I was just off with a friend of mine. We we, we were going out for drinks. I, I hadn't talked to her in a long while. Ignis accepts Echo's <laughs> Echo's um, explanation. And uh, empties out the bottle or tries to check if there's more liquor in the bottle, but there isn't. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, no problem. Uh, I heard something funny at work today. Uh, you did? Uh, what was it? Was it a joke? No. Oh. Well, uh, was it something more? What, what, what is it? Echo, where have you been going at night? I... Well, you're the second person I had to tell this to today, but I have been, I, I, I hope you can understand this, but I've been talking to some, you would use the word dissidents, but that, that, that's a harsh word. They're, they're just people who would like to see a change. I mean, you, you don't like the city as it is. We're in a bad place, and we need to step into a better spot. We need to move away from where we're going right now, because it's not a good direction, Ignis. Echo, change is necessary, but you can't have too much change. For every restaurant that I burn down, another one needs to go up. But it's never that different. The food is different, and the restaurant looks different, but it's always just a restaurant. Echo, today they brought in a dissident, and he had a G on his forehead. That man did not deserve a G. Why is that? I don't know why he didn't deserve a G. I mean, maybe he hadn't put it in the requisite effort. I don't understand what you're saying. Did he? Did he do? Was he one who was awarded a G by the government, or had somebody altered the ink on his forehead? Echo, you always tell me that the government doesn't make mistakes. Yes, that is the thing I say. Do you believe that? I mean... No, I don't think so anymore. I used to. I really did. But I just... Since... Well... Since we lost the baby, it's just... Don't, don't talk to, don't talk about that again. It's not the baby's fault. No, it's not the baby's fault. It's the government's fault. 
you think that you you think I wanted to have a reminder on my door of oh this person cannot have children oh this person lost their child oh how sad is that oh they didn't accomplish anything for the city do you think I wanted that on my door no one wants that echo but neither did I yeah and do you think somebody who has a G on their forehead whether they've earned it or not deserves to have is infinitely more than our child that's not for us to decide echo we just do the work oh so you're just gonna listen to them now you're just gonna let, let them tell you what to do do you really think they're infallible there that's, are no gods ignis that's not my job to decide it seems like you're avoiding questions when you should be looking for answers echo the man at work today the dissident he said that the tattoo artist was giving out a secret, a secret to change the number on his forehead. Did you have anything to do with this? Uh, I'm going to bed. And Seed. she goes upstairs. Yeah. <laughs> so, fallen one, are there any consequences <coughs> for our hero? For oh, her no. So, the way consequences work oh, what is... Does that <laughs> Hello. Hi. No. Is this room reserved? Is this room reserved? Okay. Oh. Okay. okay. We'll right. move. Yeah. We'll it out. <laughs> so short, very short soliloquy from Echo on where life is. First, I'm going to cough. <coughs> That was out of character. Um, so right now, Echo knows that something needs to change. She doesn't know what she wants to change, mm. but she's very she's very iffy on her decision to sell the secret. But yeah, because it was a stupid idea. But she thinks she'll she'd do it again <laughs> if she had the opportunity. And now we rotate characters. Who do I become? You become the fallen. <gasps> You're now the hero, and I get to be the pillar. All right, so we've corrupted. Um, we cor- you kind of are you okay? So you corrupted. Um, I corrupted. I caramba. I corrupted. <laughs> nope. <laughs> uh, I previous. What did I previous? Oh, economics. Economics. Okay. Um, I want to go somewhere entirely different. I'm now for something completely different. <laughs> I'm going to go with... How would religion come into it? I want to do religion. I'm trying to think about how. And, and so one thing about it is that it should be the flaw is corrupting whatever the tradition uh, okay. is. So I'm going to say genius is corrupting religion by, oh, I got it. So the, so this, is, this isn't strictly religion, but it's, there is a person, uh, this is sometime later. So we, this is probably, or I mean, you can change the scene as you like, but I think it's probably at least a month late, later. It could be even a year, maybe two years later. Mm. Um, but we start hearing about this person who this genius 
who has recently come into power who is devising a code of ethics that people are to follow Mm -hmm. and the government is going to enforce this code of ethics and the ethic is this is almost it isn't almost like it is like a ten commandments sort of deal where they're saying okay so this is okay this is not okay and it's just making very strict moral judgments um, and morally saying this is right and this is wrong and leaving no space for wiggle room and the code feels very religious but is enforced very much in a governmental in a way. way yeah what are some of the do you do you know any of the specific commandments well i think no killing is one of them Darn. Uh, <laughs> respect your betters is Ooh. definitely true and betters is definitely a numeric thing in this case and the, i think those are the big ones we know uh, I don't I don't think we need to spend time going through going through and devising an ethical code for this <laughs> uh, made up world but I think But how will we know? But how will we, <laughs> but I think a lot of so this is specifically moralistic judgment so it's not it, the, a lot of these are not based on making people safe. So he's for instance he hasn't said anywhere you shouldn't kill another person because that's and not that that isn't enforced not that that isn't enforced that mm-hmm. is still a rule but it's basically taking a normal government governmental body of laws and regulations mm-hmm. and adding on to them oh yeah and this is these are the morals of the government and you have to follow these morals mm-hmm. period so it's state sanctioned yes is it enforced by the state yes okay could 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 one of the um morals it's trying to enforce is like uh that you have to strive for personal betterment in sort of like like or like these are the activities that you're allowed to do in your free time because we've deemed that they strive they make you more genius ish yeah definitely echo is standing in front of one of the religious statues, which in the past was meant to signify that there were no gods, only men. Um, she is watching Pandora inscribe the new uh, moral code, which has been passed down by the government onto the base of the statue. And she's shaking her head at the hypocrisy. In the background, there is a singeing restaurant, or what remains of a a burnt restaurant, and she is talking to Pandora, but Pandora is mostly absorbed in her work. Pandora, how many of these statues do you have to recommission? Oh, well, uh, they gave me... I think 16 more to do over the course of the year. It's, it's great business. I've, I've needed this. I almost had to turn to painting. <laughs> Imagine that. Yes, the painting is the lowliest form of art in our society. Absolutely true. I'm glad we have to say that to each other just to make it clear. Pandora, are you fulfilled? Are you happy with the work that you're doing now? That's what they tell me. 
I mean, I lo- I love making art. I would prefer if I could build some more forms to make more beauty in the world. But these words are important. Are uh, we we were told exactly how to live, and I think that. I don't love that. I think that might be taking things a little too far, but I, I still have a good life. I still can do things. So I think it's worth, I think it's worth accepting for now. And I just hope it doesn't go any further. What about us? What does the moral code have to say about us? Not very nice things, but I think I can overlook it for you. Aww. <laughs> As she's saying this, she's chiseling in "Thou shall not adulter" in the, in the statue. She only has one band, by the way, and it's the silver band that is for an ideal and is and beauty is chiseled into it. Or not chiseled into it, written in black ink. What is Echo's? We don't know. We don't know. It's been left blank and it's still remaining a a mystery. Climactic date. (laughs) (laughs) Pandora, what if I told you I've been thinking about rewriting the laws of our society? I would say that's a mighty big task for just one. I I understand you are well respected, uh, but (laughs) that's, that's... I'm glad you have those ideals. That's what I like to see in you. You're a genius. You're always saying that geniuses know best. Well, what if they don't know what's best for people who aren't geniuses? I think I think that's a dangerous line of thought. I think if geniuses know what's best for themselves, why shouldn't they know what's best for other people? Like you, like you say all the time, we're not all that different. You're always twisting my words against me. (laughs) What if we're not all that different, but we can't understand each other nonetheless? Right. uh, Pandora puts down the chisel and like looks as very worried at Echo. I, I know we have fights, but we. Are you saying you don't understand me? I I I love talking to you. I think we have we have wonderful conversations. And are you saying there's n- nothing past there? Are you saying we're too different? Because I don't think we are. Echo doesn't reply immediately. She turns and looks at the smoldering building. I'm sorry. <coughs> I don't mean to lash out at you. I don't think I could make it through the day with Ignis if not for you. Sometimes I forget that we need people like you to build these statues and to rewrite our laws. I'm happy to carry out your orders, but I often question whether or not I actually believe in the orders. I think questioning is a healthy thing. And it's... It's single people who change the world. So maybe one day you will, you will rewrite the laws. You will, you'll be that maverick who shows us that we're wrong and shows everybody that how, how much smarter you are than they are. 
Echo turns back to her and smiles. You're right. Sometimes I jest, and her voice trails off. In the distance, she sees a hooded figure peering out from behind a building. She looks and then looks away, and the hood figure is no longer there. Pandora, I'm going to go. I think that Ignis will be missing me again. And she walks away without saying goodbye. Uh, oh, uh, oh, uh. okay. Scene. Fallen? What, is, what do I do now? Now you set another scene, the next scene. So... Echo comes home to find that her home is completely in disarray. The television is gone. Uh, All of their like fiction books are gone. Um, And then there's all this, there's this like new collection of books she's never seen before and uh, different like types of tools and Ignis is on the ground just, like trying to read this thing that is written in Latin. <laughs> <laughs> um, can we just, can we agree right now that Ignis's number is much lower than... Oh yes. <laughs> Did we ever say that Echo was not a genius? Yes. Echo is not a genius. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you're back. <laughs> what what happened here? What is all this stuff? Well, didn't you hear that uh, it, we're, we're supposed to be spending five hours of free time every day improving ourselves? And gee, I, I heard that the television is the devil's tool. So <laughs> 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 Never mind, we don't have religion. <laughs> I heard it was the the idiot's tool. No, wait, I kind of love that 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 like those <laughs> this, stuck this, around though. The phrase stuck around, yeah. <laughs> I heard that the television was the devil's tool. So uh, here I am reading this book in Latin, and I I think that my number might go up by ten points next year. You should join me, Ignis. You know that numbers don't jump that that quickly. Well, who's to say I'm not a late bloomer? <laughs> Echo shakes her head and walks into the kitchen. <laughs> hey, some uh, some men were here for you today. Oh, did they say what they wanted? They they had these gorgeous G's on their forehead, and I got a little distracted by that. <laughs> but <laughs> you know how I feel about a man with a G on his they had a uh, hoods on said something about uh anarchy <laughs> <laughs> that's cryptic <laughs> yeah i didn't really catch much else it was all it was all latin to me <laughs> did the government give you all these new these new books and tools uh yeah, they they were handing them out today after work, after we burned down those goddamn sushi places. Who would ever eat raw fish, am I right? We have a quick flashback to about three weeks earlier 
with Ignis and Echo both very rapidly eating large quantities of of, of eel. Of Boy, bread. this is the way of the future. They're never going to burn this restaurant down. <laughs> Cut back. Sudden change in tone. <laughs> what were we thinking? The I always thought that that trend was going to die. <laughs> Echo shakes her head knowingly. She has heard him say this before. Ignis, does this mean that you'll be collecting all the leisure materials instead of just burning restaurants down now? Certainly. I've actually <laughs> was assigned that today. Um, Boy, they should increase your mark 10 points for seeing the future. Huh, babe? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> what did you just say? Echo asks shockingly. <laughs> Shockedly. Echo, I know that things haven't been great between us lately. I may I may have a below average number, but I'm not blind. And I think that this is something that we could do together, you know, like really improving ourselves and uh you know, what whatever was going on with those geniuses that came by our house like I think you should get involved with that more uh, because <laughs> obviously we should trust the geniuses in our society maybe introduce me to them <laughs> that's uh, a book fallen on the floor is uh, 12 ways to improve your marriage <laughs> <laughs> that's sweet of you Ignis <laughs> Echo fiddles with her bracers but we don't see what each of them uh, mm. <laughs> bears. Listen, you know that genius can't be made. You're born a genius, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I've always sort of hoped that, you know, maybe they, they get me wrong on the test, but I figure there's no, no harm in trying to improve myself, you know? And I mean, I, I feel happier today than I have in a while looking at this book about Latin. <laughs> That's good. About it's Latin in Latin. In Latin. <laughs> about Latin in Latin. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they're really throwing the double whammy at me. Uh, That's good. This is the first time that I've seen you happy in, in months. Yeah. Burning stuff doesn't do it for me anymore. <laughs> people what? I mean I didn't say that but <laughs> <laughs> I will neither confirm nor deny <laughs> um anyway you you look tired we'll talk about this more tomorrow and uh yeah I'm gonna keep reading tomorrow sounds good and Echo walks into the bedroom alone See? See? <laughs> when she gets to the bedroom, she finds that there is a note affixed to the window? Question mark? Window. Window note. From. It has a big with, golden G on with it. With a big golden G on it, <laughs> but it's upside down. Ooh. Because the note is upside down. Less exciting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cool. 
All right. Do I do my reflection? Yeah. All right. Reflect um, away. Echo is feeling more distant than ever from both Pandora and Ignis. Although while Ignis <coughs> is making an effort to improve their relationship, Pandora is doing no such thing. With the new moral code in place that uh, requires all citizens of Mercury to commit their free time to betterment, Echo isn't quite sure what she'll do to show Ignis that she is actually following through with the moral code because she would rather spend her free time pursuing the mysterious G-men that have showed up at her door. <laughs> and by G-men, I mean people with the letter G affixed on their forehead. Not government people. <laughs> or maybe they are. Who knows? All right. So, Ethan, a flaw. Corrupt me. Um, no, no, we're not corrupting you. That's well and far gone. We're going to corrupt a tradition. So we've already done economics and religion. Is that right? Okay. Genius corrupts love. And as we know, the tradition in the domain of love is you are expected to marry an idea or value bond with for life. And... along with the new moral code that has been imposed by the government. The unseen genius who devised the, the ethical code has also called for the elimination of the idea or value you bond with for life. So now you're only expected to marry, to have a bracer with the the person to whom you're married or is it the person that you love so we got one bracer marriage or love are they the same thing in our society obviously <laughs> all right um and now instead of having the idea or value to which you're bonded the um state has required that everyone's uh idea or value be betterment or improvement it's okay. it's gonna be some while later. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna propose a few action more action oriented things that have happened. So, in this time, Echo, uh, you know, as the as the tattoo artist of this haven, uh, sort of secretly, uh had used used her magics and her power over the tattoos to remove everyone's tattoos with like sort of drew the ink away. That is just something that she is now capable of. Okay. <laughs> I've declared. Good. So she just did this this night. Um <coughs> wait, everybody at once? Everybody at once. Oh shit. Ooh. Everybody's tattoos are removed. Can I suggest something or do you want to keep going with it? You can it? suggest can something. Suggest? Possibly there was, I don't know how this will help the story, but there was some kind of like heist 
like scenario where she broke into some like government building and like destroyed the mechanism that kept everyone's ink. Yeah. If there was a book, the author would have not written this in the novel and later comes out with a short story that is that heist. Yes. Or if it was a podcast, um, the, we would not put it in the original podcast, but would later record a different podcast where we perform this heist. Yes. Okay. So Echo Echo's g- performed a heist. She's actually banded with the, the G-men and per- people, the G-people. <laughs> <laughs> the G-people. And the G-people. <laughs> uh, and so this happened this night. Uh, Echo knows that as the only tattoo artist she'll be an immediate suspect since she has knowledge of this and is hiding in she's taken refuge in pandora's apartment and uh is a little flustered and there's some chaos out on the streets you can hear people shouting you can hear uh just a lot going on outside. Not necessarily violence, but... Unrest. People, yes, there's unrest. Is there looting? Is there looting? I don't think there's looting yet. Not yet. Not we're, not, yet. We're, not quite, <laughs> we're not quite there. We aren't a violent people. <laughs> um, so there is a consequence to <laughs> this, of course. Yes. Uh, in which the leader of the town who is... Um, this uh, woman who used, used to be a genius, probably still is a genius as people define it, comes out and declares that there will be an immediate review of... Uh, so we, we have decided that there will no longer be tests and that this is why we have removed the numbers from everybody's uh, forehead. Instead, we are going to go through a review with myself and a board of other uh, uh, of others of my stature who will go through and decide who deserves to be a genius and who does not. Uh, thank you. That is all. And this was like uh, going through different loudspeakers. Uh, it's a loud, yeah, big loudspeaker system mm. throughout the city. Like V for Vendetta. Very V for Vendetta. That, that's definitely where my mind is <laughs> slipping so, towards uh, now. My question is... Uh, lots more steel. Is, is and the ink I- and echo. Is the idea sort of that either either you're a genius or you're, or you're not, there's no longer this tiering of like yeah. numbers? Mm-hmm. Interesting. And oh. as a fun side note, uh, only geniuses are going to be allowed to have children. Because <laughs> that's the type of place we live in. <laughs> Hey guys, thanks for listening again, and if you want to let somebody know about the show, you want to look at iTunes reviews, if you want to look at our Twitter or our Facebook, which I'm sure you can both find, and if you really want to get in touch with us, email me at sceneplaypod at gmail.com. And today, I don't have a poem for you, however, Ethan does. In the New Normal, innocent children lose their lives without provocation as killers and their bloody brethren inflict on global societies a fatal sanction. In the new normal, 
Improvised explosives detonate at concerts, at football stadia, where pleasure transmutes into a rain of pain as sieves of terror delete room meant for leisure. In the new normal, demagogues label climate change a hoax because ignorance earns followers, and powerful countries where binge-thinking denies the existence of beauty and splendor and flowers and showers. In the new normal, protectionism holds sway, granting extremists and fascists room to impose their insane ideology on a way of life to catalyze doom and gloom.